Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. And before we get into this week's show, no matter how long it's ever been, a thank you to anyone who helps us bring this podcast to you for free on whichever platform you choose to listen. We're always going to give love and shout out to our friends at Smokin' Jay's Barbecue. If you are in the Maslin or Canton area, look, springtime, summertime's coming up, you've got outdoor events. What better thing to have catered than barbecue? And if you've got people that need meatless options, they do it there as well. Follow them on social media at Smokin' underscore J-A-Y-S-B-B-Q and hit them up. Check out their menu for all sorts of delicious options that they can provide to you for your next catering event. And uh, hey, thanks to our friends at Fight TV. Get the Fight Plus app. We are on it and we are continuously uploading uh, previous footage from the AIW archives, so that's definitely something you want to keep up to, keep up to date with, and have a good time with. It's not just pro wrestling. They've got MMA. They've got boxing. Uh, there are documentaries, all sorts of different things that you can watch through the Fight Plus app. Bare knuckle fighting. Bare knuckle fighting. Have you watched any of that? Fuck yeah. What it's else? <laughs> you think I'm watching wrestling on Fight Plus? Watching fighting. <laughs> that's that's fair. It's sweet. Uh, what have I, have I left anybody else out? Our friends at the exchange. That's really our only sponsor. I mean, smoking yeah. Jays is on one of those thrift store thrift store jobber plans where he just gets uh, residual shoutouts for a long time. <laughs> well, you know, we made some some dollars off of the the barbecue while it was. At our wonderful home at the Odeon, uh, which we, I guess, officially, officially now say goodbye to with this week's sold-out show, uh, 216. Before all that, though, of course, welcome on in AIW owner John Thorne, uh, our good friend EVP of uh, Audio Engineering, Ronnie Two Legs in the house. Did I get it right? Did I get the title right? Can I give a... Yeah, yeah, you're good. Thank you for that. Um, real quick, speaking of TSJ, can I give TSJ a shout out? He had a rough week. He had to put down his buddy Pork Chop, his uh, longtime cat. I did see that. Uh, okay. I, I I know what that's like. He still uh, still upsets me from time to time about Whiskers the cat. Uh, so thrift store jobber, yeah. our our thoughts are with you. Totally understand what you're going through. Uh, nothing can be said that will make you feel any better. I know that. No, no, yeah, we're thinking about you though, man. Uh, my name is Steve Guy, moderator of sorts. Uh, gentlemen, under the weather of sorts, huh? Under the weather of sorts, yeah. <laughs> you better, yeah. you better uh, drink drink some uh, lemon lemon tea. You gotta, you gotta get those pipes cooking on Friday night. I've been uh, loaded myself up with all sorts of, you know, the liquids you're supposed to. Lots of water and hydration methods and yeah got to do the lemon tea dude you know what is uh, i'm telling you is the move and i do it i do this show week about th- i actually started yesterday i get a bag bought a box of a hundred of them emergency dude those little orange ones you do a shot of that every morning it just boosts you up boosts your immune system gets you good gets you all your vitamins i'm telling you try it it works big fans of the emergency huh Dude, I, it, I, I rarely get sick, especially around, like, shows and stuff like that. 
because a few days before when I it started because I would do it before flights. When I would fly to my friends in California, I have a buddy who lives out there would always get sick either on the way there or the way home because of the it being in the plane. And I'm like, how can I like counteract this? Started doing emergency and it's, it has not failed me. My uh, I'm always a big fan of those liquid IVs. Similar, but yeah, that they're similar stuff. Yeah, right, exactly. All right, guys, this isn't pharmacy talk. Well, we did not <laughs> bring that. We, we didn't get a hard sell; it sold out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't got, really got too much to talk about. I would like to be introduced as cl- yeah. I'd like to be introduced as close personal text friend of Tony Khan from now on. Oh, okay, I can do that. <laughs> AIW owner and close personal text friend of Tony Khan, uh, and. Uh, Wink, wink, wink! Recipient of Double J, John Thorne. Oh, Double J was my best friend this weekend. I was so happy about it. He he called you over from the other side of the room. He's like, "Is that John Thorne over there?" And they called you over to the ring. Not a room, an arena. He screamed, "Arena!" For me You're right. I stand arena. corrected. It was an arena, right? And he did refer to me. He did refer to me as promoter extraordinaire. Hey, that's a step up from uh, what <laughs> big big shot, small town big shot. What was it? Local local big shot, local show, yeah. local look, yeah, local big shot, right? Local show, big shot. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. Promoter extraordinaire, much better. But uh, yeah, we. Uh, I don't know what to talk about. You know, I, I, to be perfectly honest, we had absolutely no idea how tickets were selling for this. Um, the only thing we had to go by is looking at the Ticketmaster website and premium tickets, you know what I mean? Not like That's the only way we were able to track it. It would be like, okay, there's no front rows, there's no stage, there's one second row. You know, like that was the only way that we were tracking it. We have no... Um, like we had no we had no idea what was what you know what i mean and uh totally oblivious about the GAs i you know i just was going on the assumption it was it had to have been selling good you know but when you don't have that like with a with eventbrite i get every purchase i get an alert you know it's like there's an app on my phone. It emails me. Like I, I'm fully aware of how things are going through Eventbrite, but with uh, Temple Live and Ticketmaster and all that, was totally in the dark and oblivious. And then um, I had been inquiring and I did not hear anything. So when uh, yesterday I got an email that said, "Hey, there's only." Or it wasn't even an email. Uh, they they posted from the Temple Live uh, social media that there was only nine tickets left. And then I looked, and then after that, I got an email that said, "Hey, there's only nine tickets left." And then, like five minutes later, I got an email that said the show's officially sold out. So, how'd that make you feel? This is our first time there, and I feel like. You know, we went back and forth with these folks for a little while, and it's fair to say that there was maybe some hesitancy on their part with regards to how we would do in terms of ticket sales. Yeah, so I think that they had very low expectations, uh, 
based on what they did there before. So it, it was a very weird, it, it was a very weird, um, dynamic to say the least. Uh, so, you know, like I didn't know like what we're getting into, like they didn't know what they were getting into. Um, and especially like, you know, they gave us suggested amount of tickets and we upped it quite a bit. Um, so I think that they didn't think that it was going to do that great. You know, like they were just like looking to, they were obviously looking to fill the calendar, you know, and I think now, you know, we're days out and it's totally sold out. Uh, I think that they are a little, <laughs> they're feeling a little good. We're all feeling a little good. You know what I mean? Uh, it makes us feel better about the, the additional dates that we do have there later this year. Uh, which, you know, I will say are sporadic, you know what I mean? It's not like a full 12 show deal or whatever. I think it's, uh, I think it's five shows for the rest of the year there. Um, four if you don't count, uh, this Friday night, but, uh, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good about it because, you know, it's just, it's very easy to get psyched out when you don't have any of that data in front of you to know how the show's doing. Uh, it's hard to gauge things in social media anymore. You, you know, like there's just so much that, uh, there was just so much unknown about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, feeling pretty good that on, you know, Tuesday they said, Hey, there's no tickets left. Well, let me ask you this. Cause I know the question is going to be posed to you. Uh, we are in the smaller of their rooms or like the two kind of event rooms. People are going to wonder what is the size difference. And we obviously will have some very excited uh, overzealous fans who think, oh, yeah, why don't you guys get the bigger room, sell more tickets? But it's a pretty drastic difference, is it not? Oh, yeah. I think uh, I think that there's probably 2,000 more more seats in that big room. I mean, the big room's gigantic. I mean, I, I think it's bigger than the Agora theater room. Uh, the... the the Masonic Temple Auditorium is is gigantic. Um, you know, we would have to sell fifteen hundred tickets to look even respectable in that room, which you know, I don't know if we could do that. Well, we could also just make a bigger stage production, right, Ronnie? Two legs. I mean, we have. What if you added <laughs> the ramp like that? You get some lights out there, some smoke machines. <laughs> Yeah, we could take up some space, no problem. We'll up the budget a little bit. Maybe if we get hired uh, by a certain house show a few more times and have have some uh, income there, who who knows? The sky could be the limit. But I guess the big question is then, and, and it's probably way too early to really truly sit there and think about this, but could Masonic be the kind of partner that, you know, really has the ability to help co-promote and co-push this, whereas this becomes, if this becomes the home and they become happy with us where it's like, why not try to do something in this big room? And, you know, they, you know, 
could this potentially, I guess, be the partner we've been looking for the entire time that helps really push us? Because I imagine that there are a lot of people that um, get emails or text notifications or whatever from Masonic about shows that are coming and probably some quote unquote casual wrestling fans who are maybe willing to take a flyer on this if they are promoting it. Um, well, that's really a question for them. I will say in my preliminary talks, I don't think so. Just based on, you know, I did inquire numbers about that big room as far as what we would have to pay out, you know, like what, what, what would we have to do to get in that big room? And, uh, it is a big fee, you know what I mean? For a big room. So I can't really predict, you know, how they're going to feel about us going forward. Right. Like Friday is, you know, it's the first date there. So, uh, I think, I think there's a lot of things that got to happen for them to, to fully embrace us, right? Like, you know, first and foremost, I paid for all the dates up front, right? Like, they liked that. Like, that got us secured, um, at least in the small room for the year for the dates that we wanted, which is the entire audience schedule that we had. Um, you know, now we've sold it out. That obviously is helping our case, right? But selling out the small room and selling out the big room are, are, it's not even in the same realm. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're talking 1500 at least difference in, in, in capacity. So, you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, certainly, um, the numbers at the bar and concessions will certainly help us look good. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I, they did yeah, tell you're me, not saying, sorry to clarify for everybody. Like you're not saying that room is 1500 total. You're saying that's the difference between what we just sold out. And then it would be right. 1500 more. At least, people. at yeah. least I would think, um, at least. So I would, you, you know, I, I think if, if, people come ready to drink and have fun on Friday that certainly helps our case but maybe we never go to that big room you know what I mean running that big room is 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 a dream of mine I saw ECW in there for the first time live uh that's where ECW ran their first house show in the uh, Cleveland area was in that big room in the auditorium at the Masonic uh so it does hold a special place with me but I'm also realistic. You know what I mean? Like we've never come close to being able to fill that room. So, um, it would take a lot. And I mean, a lot of things to go perfectly right. Um, what if, but, what if it was like a scenario where, you know, you did our dates that we have now booked for this year and they all did really well, like all were sellouts. And then you start the calendar year over again, whatever, in January. But by the time it comes around to what would be like a bigger show, Absolution, then maybe you hold something like that. Like you work your way into it, obviously. I mean, I don't want to say numbers, but, you know, I'm going to say 
to rent that space is the equivalent of a used car, a nice used car. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's not cheap. It's gigantic, gigantic space. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know that we've ever even hit that number of total uh, – gross revenue right like i'm not talking net i'm talking you know gross <laughs> so there's uh you know there's a lot of things you know um i'm more looking to let's if we could let let's sell out the asylum room every time and i'd, I'd be happy with that honestly um going to that going to that big room uh creates uh, a, a whole realm of, of, of big problems. Yeah, I get it. And you're mis- you're gloom and doom guy. You're a pessimist guy anyway. So we'd have to sell out the small room many times before your mind even thought well, about it. I mean, I'll talk to you guys. Uh, it's I'll a talk fun to you game guys to off- play, though. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys off the air. But, I mean, when you hear these numbers, y- you know, you'll – You'll go whoa, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a there's a large discrepancy for sure in um, what we're what we're doing in this room compared to what we would have to do in the other room. Oh, I have in, I have get, heard these numbers, but I I figured you know we're we're on the on the pod. People are going to wonder and ask. I was like, let me throw the question out there so people understand. We're gonna we're gonna get that insider info. I feel like Johnny Bats. Well, let's uh, why don't we talk <laughs> about insider some, Ed? <laughs> we'll talk about some fun stuff. You know, we're my guy. You want to throw out numbers? I'm not gonna ask you to throw out the numbers, but uh, we are spending some good good coin on this show. Oh yeah, even with a sellout, it's a it's a money loser. I mean. Uh... It was it was by design that way though. We wanted to come out swinging, coming back to Cleveland. We've got, uh, I mean, heck, we've got we got Xbox, you guys. That's that's some money well spent right there. And I think I think it's ten or eleven flights just for this show. Jeez, when is the last time we booked ten to eleven flights? Never. <laughs> never, never once. Not even for a jail at weekend has it come close to this many flights. Wow, I mean, it's it is. Uh, I mean, I don't even know how to explain what this lineup is. Of course, it's sold out. Honestly, it's kind of a surprise it took until Tuesday to to sell this thing out. Well, I mean, listen, there's a lot of fa- there there's a lot of factors in it, but you know, it's a new venue. It's all kinds of stuff. You know, I wanted to come out and established this as our home. And, you know, uh, I also understand fans are weird about, about venue switches. You know what I mean? Like people, some people love the audience. Some people hate the audience. Some people hate the shrine, you know, like, but I wanted to put something on the table that brought everybody to this room because, uh, you know, I know people have seen what it looked like, not full, you know, but (laughs) I think full, it is going to have a crazy, crazy atmosphere. Um, you know, Pedro and I went and toured it several months ago, and it—I it, mean, it's—it's it's comparable to the size of the Odeon. I'll say that, and 
it's just open. You know what I mean? There's not, there's not like, you know, you're getting jammed back by the merch tables at the Odeon and you can't really, there's not, you know, it's just a big, it's just a big open Odeon essentially is, is the way it looks to me. Um, it's a little narrower, but I think, uh, packed, it's going to be an unreal experience. And this is what I'll say is once we set up Friday, Going forward, we'll know if we can add or subtract more premium seating, you know, because there's been a lot of people that are pissed about the premium seating. We put, we did put less up than, you know, say we would put up at the shrine, but we don't know, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know, we, we do not want to get in the position to oversell the premium seating and not be able to deliver it. So, there's a possibility that when we're back there in June, There'll be a few more actual premium seats available, but there's about. I mean, Pedro is pretty good at this stuff, and he went in there and you know kind of measured it out and walked it out, and you know these are the numbers that he came up with. Um, so there's a possibility that we're dead on, you know. So um, time will tell, but I, I'm 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 really excited about it. I I I I wanted to come out. Swinging, swinging for the fences for our first show at, at, at this venue. Well, so with regards to that, I guess question would be when we get there that day and we've set up, is there a possibility that we talk to the venue and there will be any last minute standing room only tickets opened? Uh, no, I, I, I do okay. not think that I, I I really, you know, I've been asked this question a million times since yesterday, and uh, I really don't think so. You know what I mean? Like once, once you get the staff in there and all the students in there, and you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I I don't I don't think that there's any there's any chance. Um, I will say this though, I just uh, actually was contacted by the venue literally. I just looked at my email. They did say uh, for people who want to arrive early, especially these GA people that want to arrive, they want to get through the meet and greet and try to get a spot. They did say that they're going to, they have, because they have multiple rooms in this place. It's like a complex. They did say that they will open one of the bars that is outside of our venue, like our room. They're going to open a bar if AW fans want to come early for a happy hour and kind of, you know, start drinking around five, five thirty, and, you know, kind of prepare for the show and, uh, get in line or, or, or whatever. It's not going to be like the Odeon where you had to stand outside, uh, until six thirty or whenever we open doors. Um, so you will be permitted to come in if you want to start drinking a little early on Friday, uh, they are gonna do a little happy hour around five o'clock. Oh wow, that's rad! Yeah, hey, there you go. That's uh, you heard it here first, type stuff, folks. Breaking, breaking news. Heart of the matter, right here on the the card is going to change. Uh, I, mean, I, f- I feel like that's pretty big for a handful of people because we get a lot of fans that show up really early and they either just standing around out front in the cold or when it was Odeon, you know, out front of the Odeon or would stand in that parking lot or whatever, man. You can come in, stand at a bar and have a have a pop or two. That's that's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah always people I, wondering where to go, what to do. 
Right. And I know people uh, would do this at the Winchester and, and things like that. Um, so I wanted to get it, kind of get it out there as soon as possible. But don't come down and just sit in their bar. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. If you, you, if you want to, if you want to, you know what I mean? At least buy a beer or something or a pop or something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, don't just be like, okay, we're here. And then just like stare at the bartenders. You know, like they're not, they're not offering to do this out of the goodness of their heart, right? Like they want to, you know, they they certainly want to accommodate people coming early, but you know they don't want just people standing around waiting for for two hours. Um, they they certainly want to get people buying drinks and and things like that. But um, it's something that we talked about when we had the meeting there. I thought it sounded like a good idea, but I didn't hear anything back, and I I followed up with them today and they just got back to me and said that they will uh have bartenders on hand and and open up a bar uh for AW fans who arrive early and and kind of want to start getting 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 the night moving so to speak all right Stupid so let's talk about policy had me hitting that up <laughs> no just kidding i got a job to do let's talk about some of the uh the folks on the show how this card came together because there are definitely a lot of newcomers, and again, this is completely sold out, folks, so if you're listening to this, and we do have a lot of out-of-town listeners, uh, we will be streaming live on the Fight Plus app via Fight TV, so uh, make sure if you are not subscribed to that, you do subscribe, uh, but aside from X-Pac will be the meet and greet. No, he is not uh, wrestling on the show, but there will be plenty of uh, people that you really have not seen in AIW before. And again, some of this goes to simultaneously, Jocelyn Navarro continuously gets, uh, I don't know, rewarded slash also tested. And this month is no different, John. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, if you want the truth and how this match came together um black label pro reached out to me they're running on saturday a little plug ski for them also will be on fight plus this saturday um and uh you know had some talents that he was booking and um you know obviously knew that uh there's a lot of those talents that we book and um you know uh steph was on the was on the list of somebody that he wanted to book so uh, he put me in contact, and we were able to to work out a deal. So you know, really, I would love to take credit for it, but I got to give uh, Mikey Blanton a little bit of credit on this one. He, uh, you know, kind of presented me with a list of of, of people um, that he wanted the book, and he wanted to see if I was interested. And in, you know, uh, booking high caliber female talent is uh, always very tricky in this day and age with everybody being signed and, you know, just being booked all over the world, literally at, at this point. Um, so, uh, I, I certainly jumped at the opportunity, uh, obviously, you know, a, uh, super highly touted free agent in the world of wrestling right now. So I, I think it's, uh, it, it served so many different purposes. Um, you know, she certainly has a fan base, has not done much independent work since being released from WWE in America, um, you know, will certainly give Jocelyn Navarro a test as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it just it, it, it checked a bunch of boxes. <coughs> also, I want to go back to the X-Pac meet and greet really quick because a lot of people want to know what it's going to be 
what he's going to be charging. And, you know, it is a bit heftier than what we are used to. You know what I mean? We, uh, we try to get it down as, as much as possible. Um, but it is going to be, uh, 40 per autograph, 40 per photo op or a $60 combo of one of each, uh, just to give well, everybody that's not bad. I know, but it is, it, it, it is higher it's than usual. Well, right. Exactly. And I, I don't think that, and that's kind of the point that I wanted to get, get across, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I mean. <laughs> everybody comes at a different level and different levels a cue different pricing and there's a lot of things that have factored into uh these prices raising as we we've come out of covid and a lot of that is you know the the pop culture con and and the the rise of that type of pricing um so i just found out what it's going to be uh so i wanted to to get that out there as well that is a podcast exclusive um and he is looking to accept cash only. Now, if you have multiple items, you know, you have to be prepared to pay for multiple autographs. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, everything we've done has been through a third party. So I've not actually even spoken to uh, Sean Waltman at, at all concerning this booking. But uh, I just wanted to get all that information out there. Uh, as soon as possible. So, uh, do do we have any dolls of his that will be selling at all? Summers wants to know. Like you know, we usually have like a a doll or two, like a box. You know, like um, yeah. So we do have a few. Um, we picked up a few of the. They're like. Uh, his newest, I, I think, elite, like a DX elite. Um, I would have to look. I, I know, I know, Pedro picks them up to sell, kind of at the front of the, uh, you know, the front of the house, so to speak, before you get into the meet and greet. If you do not have an item, uh, and I know he will have nice. several eight by tens to choose from as well. Um. So, well, first of all, big thing to note for everybody who is coming. If you are listening to this, John mentioned uh, Xbox is looking to take cash only. So that is hugely important if you are showing up. Please make sure you made note of that. If you listen to this podcast and you show up and you don't get to get something because you didn't bring cash, and you're like, I don't know, why did you say it on the podcast? This is your moment. I am reiterating it. I am stressing it. The man just said cash only for the meet and greet. I mean, there's a possibility we can do, like, a cash app Venmo thing, but, you know, with the cash, uh, cash is so much easier, you know what I mean, to go directly yeah. to him. So um, just keep that in mind, please. I mean, if we need to accommodate, we can accommodate um, within reason. Uh, and to answer the summer's question, it is the uh, – we have a few of the X-Pac Series 15 – Mattel figures, um, you know, he's in the the street clothes and the uh, DX Army hat, I believe, in the camos. I believe this is from, you know, the Nitro Invasion, it looks like. Uh, we have a few of those that will be for sale on Friday. 
I'm looking yeah. on their website. I'm trying to see if there's an ATM in-house because you said it's like a complex of a handful of of uh, rooms. You know, sometimes they have ATMs in there. I don't I don't see anything online. I'm looking for you. Yeah, I would be willing to bet that they do. Yeah. But uh, right, I just don't want to say it and then there not be one. And people are like fucking Ronald Tulek said there was a fucking ATM. Yeah, in there. part of the pun. I would not bank on it, um, but there should be one there. Uh, speaking of of getting tested, you know, we talked about uh, Jocelyn going to match up with Steph, but uh, Dom, Dominic Garini, the bone collector, uh, has a test of his own that he wanted on the show uh, in, in Timothy Thatcher. So, that, I, I'm guessing, John Thorne, that is another flight of, Correct. of the Correct. number. That, that, that one is not being split with Black Label. This is an exclusive to uh, AIW Weekend uh, talent. Um, he is somebody that I had been trying to reach out to, and, I mean, this guy is off the grid. No social media, no anything, no email anywhere. Um, Dom thought he had a number for him. And then all of a sudden, uh, it was actually during the Paul London seminar at the AW school, um, I had to go and check in one of the hotel rooms. And I got a text, and it was from Chris Hero, and it was just an email, and uh, nothing, nothing else. And you know, the email isn't like Timothy Thatcher. It's like you know, it's like uh, nowhere close to that. And I was like, "What's this?" And he's like, "Oh, I heard you're trying to get a hold of Timothy Thatcher," which I have no idea how he heard that I'm trying to get a hold of Timothy Thatcher. It was the weirdest thing that ever happened, but. Then I started negotiating, and uh, Dom actually had no idea that it was going to be him versus Timothy Thatcher, and uh, he was kind of pitching opponents to me, and I said, I already booked an opponent for you. As Dom does, he likes to pitch his own opponents. I don't know if you're aware. Uh, Dom loves pitching. Uh, So we call him the fucking relief pitcher because he's always coming in with tons of fucking ideas for himself. So... (laughs) Uh, like Kenny Powers. Yeah, he's he's coming in hot, pitching. He's he's a pitching machine. Uh, and I said, I already got, I already got a uh, an opponent for you. And I wanted to just hit the graphic, but he was pressing me so much. I just was, I booked fucking Timothy Thatcher already for you. All right, you know, like he ruined the surprise because he was so adamant on on. Uh, I wanted to surprise him. I just wanted to put put the graphic up and have him experience it for him. You know, like everybody else experienced it, but. Uh, no, he just kept asking too many questions. So uh, that's how that one came about. <laughs> well, he is not the surprise collector. He's just the bone collector. So, you know, what do you expect? But uh, definitely going to be a a, a fun, uh, interesting matchup. Certainly a style that Dom enjoys working. And... Uh, I mean, you know, this will be a, a unique, a unique one. Uh, I'm trying to trying to think off the top of my head. Timothy Thatcher has has he ever worked AIW in early days or not at all? Never, no, never. I didn't think so. Never so, ever. So this is a debut. Welcome to the first timer club. I mean, it's it's a, it's a very tall task uh, for Dominic Garini, as uh, you know, he's become accustomed to an AIW, but. Certainly, this is someone who is well traveled 
internationally. Um, yeah, just looking looking forward to this one very much so. And as I'm sitting here uh, saying looking forward to it, a side note, not just from you know, the people that are going to appear on screen, but people behind the microphone, do we have a, re- a certain return to the announce team during this show, John Thorne, do you know? Oh, yeah. it's Football season's over. Nathan Zagura will be returning to the broadcast <laughs> booth this Friday night. There oh, you go. I thought you were talking about Alberti because he was out sick last time. I thought so. that's, that's who I'm waiting for. Uh, we love Alberti, but... Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Nathan Real quick, though, I was going to say about all, Thatcher, all, though, dude. Like All elite Alberti. Right. That's what I call him, though. <laughs> Thatcher, like that's the, that's a guy you're you're not gonna see like doing a lot of indie dates. You know what I mean? This is not right. this is not a guy you get no, to actually, get. And actually, no. And I did ask him. I said, "Hey, you know, do you want me to find? I can, oh, I can guarantee you, I can find you a show on Saturday, because uh, there's a million shows happening on Saturday." And he said, "No." He said, "I'm gone so much. I would love to just do your show and return home." So I mean, that's it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like you're you're not going to get to see Timothy Thatcher often. <laughs> right. I mean, I, maybe you'll see him at Mania weekend doing something, but I I don't think that he's in to do too much in America from you know, I I know he's doing a lot in Japan right now and I think that's his that's uh his sole focus. So, yeah, I would certainly check it out while you can. I mean, I can't tell you to buy a ticket, but uh I'm hopeful that this is this card also really kind of puts us over the edge on fight. Um, I think this is the perfect card for for fight. Obviously, this is like the perfect, you know, eye pay per view type of lineup. Uh, and you know, it's not an eye pay per view; it's set, available for seven ninety nine on Fight Plus. Uh, so I'm really hoping that we see a a nice increase in numbers on fight as well, you know, to, to kind of match this in-person sellout that we have going on Friday. Well, and this is going to get a nice mix of, you know, if you are tuning into fight, you're going to see bigger names, you know, uh, we obviously we talked about Timothy Thatcher. Um, you have announced that Joey Janela will be there. Uh, he's got a match in some capacity. Uh, it has not been announced yet. Uh, Tom he's gonna Waller. The, he's going to be in the scramble, Steve. <laughs> I'm aware, John Thorne. I just didn't know if you were going to announce it by the time this comes out. I won't say I won't say the last person though, because that's probably not going to get announced till Friday morning, and it's going to blow okay. people's minds. So there you go. Joey Janela is your your next competitor uh, in the scramble here. That scramble is, and that's kind of what I was alluding to. Uh, let me get back to that real quick. But we have Tom Lawler will be here. We've got a. Uh, a four-way uh, tag match that is going to be happening pre-show, on the pre-show. So just yeah. for the live audience. Um, will not be on the stream. Live audience only. We'll have some. We've got some storytelling matches, some matches that uh, we've had some things building. But then we've got stuff like this intense title match. This is a very old-school AIW thing. We, we uh, and Derek knows this as the intense champion. This is a thing that he used to enjoy watching about AIW. But you've got the return of the intense scramble for the intense title. Uh, I remember it wasn't very long ago that this was a mainstay on an AIW card. And, and that's really how the intense title was determined as opposed to uh, 
you know, what it became one-on-one, no rules, uh, guys falling off of balconies. Uh, Listen, this this no rules thing was never a a memo from the office. I'll say that. This is (laughs) taken on a life of its own uh, among the talent and fans, but it was never, uh, hey, this is the no rules belt now. Uh, that was never said. I've never, to my knowledge, I've never agreed with it or said it. Uh, this intense rules thing, all this shit took on a life of its own. Uh, you know, probably when I was, uh, you know, getting a drink from the bar and you guys were fucking making these announcements and, you know, doing this show without any supervision. Uh, you know, dad was, (laughs) dad was too drunk in the fucking, in in the garage, you know, when this shit was going on. I'll say that. left to my own uh, devices there. But, uh, yeah, I the six-pack scramble is essentially the, you know, the foundation of the, the intense division. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people didn't realize this, but we have not done a show in Cleveland proper since August. We have not done a yeah. show in the Cleveland area since October. You know what I mean? So we've been gone for a long, long time. And I really wanted to, you know, just, like I said, come out of the gate swinging. And I wanted to put together, listen, like, AW is Cleveland. AW is always going to be Cleveland. Like, and I wanted to throw all the fucking, everything in the blender that AW is and put it on this show. And I... There was no way that we were going to come back to Cleveland without a, a big six-pack scramble. You know what I mean? Every fan that's ever seen an AW show in Cleveland knows the six-pack scramble, and uh, that's that's why this is on, on this show. Um, there was just no way we weren't going to do that because, you know, there's a lot of fans that are probably coming back on Friday that don't go to Akron, that didn't go to Youngstown, that... You know what I mean? That, that didn't yeah. go to Kent or, or, or any of that, you know? So um, I wanted to give everything we had and put our best foot forward, and uh, there was no way we weren't going to have a six-pack scramble on this show. And, and this scramble, as it stands right now, and Ronnie Two Legs, you, you could chime in on this. Any one person in this scramble could legitimately win it. Hey, that's just it's part of what happens in a six-pack scramble. I mean... It's a hell of a shot to have to win that. Derek has his work cut out for him just to retain this title. He can lose the title by not being pinned, you know? So, I mean, you've got Derek defending his title. You got Chase Oliver, who, you know, took Derek to the limits in Youngstown just recently. Alec Price. Kaplan. We've added now Joey Janela and still one more person who has yet to be named. This is gonna be. I, I didn't crazy. even see Kaplan get. I didn't see Kaplan get added. But um, Derek has wrestled. He wrestled Janela. He's wrestled Chase. He wrestled Alec Price, right? Yeah. He wrestled. I think he's wrestled Kaplan before. This is like, this is like a ghost of Derek's past coming back to all. Just try to you know take his belt from him. Uh, he's he's been he's been taken to the limits by all these guys, and now he gets them all at the same time. It's like uh, it's like some Scott Pilgrim shit or something. John Thorne, you not you got it out for Derek Dillinger? You don't want him to have that <laughs> title anymore, or what? I mean, I could do without him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he will, as always, too. have that wild card, Ziggy Heim, in his corner. So he's going to need her. Yeah, I could do without him. 
<laughs> a man of, of so many words. Uh, the other thing, so A, I did bring up Tom Lawler. You've got Tom Lawler and Wes Barkley. That'll be a hell of a match. You know what I'm uh, interested, though? You know what I'm interested uh, in that? Not to graze over it. You know, obviously big yeah. test for Wes Barkley. Did any of the Barkley Nation get get tickets before they sold out? You know what I mean? That could be a huge factor because Wes Barkley loves that hometown, you know, home court advantage in Cleveland. Yeah. I don't see the Barkley Nation being, uh, I, I guess, uh, a, a ahead of the game as far as getting tickets. So could they, they have all been shut out? You know what I mean? Could they have all been shut out? That could yeah. have a serious factor on on the momentum of the match. Yeah, I don't know if the uh, Barkley Nation party bus will be rolling up to Temple Live in Cleveland. It's a a great question. I I can hear it now. There's a commotion at the front door, and Pedro's trying to hold back all these people because the Barkley bus unloaded, and they're pissed because they can't get in. I can hear it now. (laughs) Yeah, not not a thing I want to deal with. That's why Pedro's on the front lines. Yeah, Uh, I mean, you you know, it's it's something that I thought about is, you know, a lot of these people, they're – people that come you know to support them they're probably like oh yeah i'll get tickets at the door you know and now there are no Mm -hmm. tickets at the door so now what happens i know a handful of regulars that we know that were waiting around for whatever reason i don't know why but they even think come on you work there you can't get me a ticket i'm like no a it's different ticket provider now it's just different times and i don't mean shit no one no one's giving me tickets but i was like a lot of i don't know what to tell you a lot of people have messaged me you know, and like, I'm just like, yeah, there's nothing I can do, but you know, like it is what it is. Like, you know, their people are going to be at the door. I mean, Pedro's going to be there too, but you know what I mean? I, I don't know. You know, Like, I can't, I can't be like, yeah, yeah, come on. We'll get you in. Cause I, I don't, I don't know what, what, I don't know what we're walking into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've also got this sort of blood feud that's been brewing between PME and then euthanasia, uh, reinvigorated euthanasia. It's just weird to say. I realize could be that. Josh Pro- but Josh Prohibition's final match in the AIW. It could be. If he loses with Matt Cross, uh, Josh is out. See you later. Could have been his final match ever if he didn't do a uh, fundraiser at his school and promise the kids a match. <laughs> on April 7th. So, well, you got to give the kids what they want there. Uh, the Bitcoin boys will be defending their titles against the winner of uh, the four way tag match that is on the pre show. Such a, a Duke thing to be able to negotiate to have happen. Yeah, my boys are going to have a, a tag match to defend the titles, but uh, you know what? <laughs> they want to, they're going to defend them against the guys that already had a match earlier in the night, not somebody fresh, okay? Against three other teams too, like it's not just like yeah. a one-on-one tag match. It's against three guys or three teams. I mean, three different, three different teams. Those, right. So, those so we well pleased. we don't know. You know what I mean? We, we don't. We don't know who's going to be in that spot right now. Um, but little incentive to get early to get there early to make sure you're there for the uh, for the pre-show match. But I mean, I do have a feeling that the Xbox meet and greet line is gonna be hefty you know what i mean so the earlier i think you get there and get in that line and get done especially if you don't have a premium seat you know like if you're ga like you better get there early 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, sure. Because you you don't want to get there late and be stuck in that Xbox line, and then try to find, you know what I mean, a, a spot to watch the show. Um, so, little little life hack for you GA people. I would suggest you get there early, get through that Xbox line as as quick as possible. Yeah. Uh, and then not to gloss over, but we do have a a rematch between PB Smooth and and Brian Shaw. Uh, Shaw Mason. So my bad, <laughs> PB Smooth and Shaw Mason. Uh, so PB, he did lose their match in Akron, uh, and some people thought he may have tapped out. But uh, as I was told by the referee, DQ. he did lose to disqualification. Uh, so that was the case. He, you know, assaulted a referee, and hey, that gets you disqualified. Uh, so that's that's the blemish on his record there. No tapping out. So we will see if uh, Shaw can get PV Smooth to tap out this time around. And then the big match, the big match of the night, the main event, the absolute title on the line. And you already have Matt Cardona, who still swears that he is both the absolute and intense champion. Guy has his own title belts, for crying out loud. Replicas. Uh, yeah, replicas. You So you stand by, those they are replicas, really nice. right? Yeah. yeah. You didn't they didn't come. They didn't come for me. Yeah. Okay. He's he's listen. He's that adamant. That he's still champ. Uh, Isaiah Broner as a contender. Think I got that kind uh, of money. <laughs> Joshua Bishop Just is to buy a new car. Shout out the Big Ted. And you know the way this was supposed to go, Josh. Uh, Joshua Bishop has been throwing out challenges, saying he'll take on whoever, and that's how we got Cardona into this match. You know to kind of defend his own championship, so to speak. Isaiah Broner says, no, I want this again. And then all of a sudden, dropping in, dropping in news like he's somebody from Cleveland 19 News. Here comes Fonzie, and he says, no, my guy Matthew Justice is in this match. So now it's a yeah. four-way. Fonzie felt disrespected, Daddy. He he felt disrespected. He said you can't have a you can't have a main event without. I mean, he gave him so many nicknames: Matthew, Effin, Hardcore, Effin, Justice. <laughs> I think he threw another name in there. I loved it. Fonzie, the king of the promos. Which I think he may have been selling gimmicks in his living room. Did anybody else pick up on that? <laughs> yeah. he, he had some stuff out laid out on that table. I think a he brings the neighbor photo of him and Matt Justice. Him and he had Justice all his whistles. In a framed photo. Do you? You think you could you could tell a younger Matt Justice that ECW WWE wrestling all around legend Bill Alfonso is going to have a framed photo of you and him in his home? I, I think he'd be happy about that. That is uh that's a fact. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Fonzie is a is a different breed. Uh, but how do you say no to that promo? You know what I mean? How do you say no to that? So as soon as the sellout was announced, I figured, fuck it, let's make it official. Yeah, I don't know how to say no to that. Also, uh, uh, if you are looking to purchase any sort of memorabilia, just dial one eight 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 one middle. That's one eight 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 one middle, and you can purchase any of the memorabilia that was on Fonzie's table there. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> Steve, you get cut of that, Steve? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if that's a real thing. I just figured it worked. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think he invites the neighborhood the neighborhood neighbors over. I swear That's to God, true. if I live next to that guy, I'd hang out with him every day. 
You know how like you, you know how like when you live in like a cul-de-sac, like everyone gets together and does the yard sale together. Like maybe yeah, that's yeah. maybe that's Fonzie's contribution. Maybe that it was the yard sense. yard sale weekend in the in the neighborhood, and Fonzie's just going out there doing a gimmick table. It could be. Why not? You know, what do you think he's charging for that gimmick table at uh, at his yard sale? <clears throat> All right. Well, those are the matches. Anything I'm missing here, John Thorne? Oh, I don't know. Probably, but who the fuck knows? <laughs> I got we, don't, we don't got to sell any more tickets. Who cares? No, no, we don't. Ronald Two Legs has a question. Af- after party? Are we going after party anywhere? Was there any word on that? That's a question for Steve Guy. I, I, he's on a mission trying to find a location. Yeah, still uh, wants to know. We we have the possibility of. Uh, you know, a previous after party location. Uh, I'm waiting to hear back on that. And to be determined. You all know. What's that? To be determined still. Yeah. TBD. I'm going to, I'm going to send him a text right now. That's why I got quiet. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, I knew that question would show up. You know, at the very least we have a pre-party going at the happy hour inside the, the, Temple Live venue. Um, I think, uh, you know, we'll figure we'll figure somewhere out to go. Um, yeah, we always figure out somewhere to go. Don't you worry, folks. What I will say, though, is, listen, uh, we got a we got a couple more surprises coming to the April 22nd lineup in Akron. So don't sleep on those tickets like Damn. some of you slept on these tickets. Uh and buy them up because we still have a couple. We still do have some front row available for that, I believe. So hop on those premium tickets for April twenty second. Ron Simmons already announced the legend uh, coming in for a meet and greet. Um, and then Gauntlet for the Gold, uh, May twentieth. We return to four sports, which I'm hopeful that uh, we can pack that place again. You know what I mean? Uh, we've done it two years in a row on Black Friday. I want to see if we can do it for another one of our big premium events, Gauntlet for the Gold, uh, on May 20th. What do you guys got? You guys got any plugs, Keys? Oh, Two no. legs? You want to talk? This you want to place you can talk about our adventure on Saturday? We can't reveal too sure. much, probably. That was uh, it was a lot of fun. As all I'll say, shout out to Joe Sposto. He's been saying Double J's the man for a while. I agree with him. Double J rocks. <laughs> TK, your new close personal friend, great guy. Uh, my my new friend, Jake Manning. I like that guy. He's cool. Um, yeah. Who else? We met a lot of nice people on Saturday. It was a good time. Yeah, it was. Uh, Zay, Caleb, Ed Bats, Dustin Alberti, all the, the crew. Can't I mean Jace, Me- Megan. You know, uh, it won't get too too into it, but you know, can't really say enough good things about AEW and you know the house show and uh, kind of letting us into their world for you know for a couple hours. Uh, it was super cool, great experience uh, for everybody that went and participated in it. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy day overall, um, and just really interesting to see. You know, I know it wasn't. Uh, television but just to kind of see how that big of a machine runs you know what i mean like it's just very interesting it was very interesting to kind of be a fly on the wall and uh seeing all that operate and 
you know, being backstage in an arena and, and you know, just uh, all sorts of just uh, crazy things that you never think you'll ever see in your life. You know what I mean? In a good way. Um, would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was fucking awesome. Thanks again for bringing me because that rocked. Hope I yeah, it was it was uh it was a cool 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 experience Saturday at uh, AEW House Rules. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, I can't believe we're sold out on Friday. I'm super excited about it. Um, I uh, hope Pete, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, well, hey guys, I'm sorry I couldn't join you Saturday. I was busy celebrating a day of birth, but uh, it it looks like I can unofficially tell you that we will be headed back to downtown Cleveland for the after party at the dive bar. Well, there it is unofficially. Yeah. No, no flyer yet, but, uh, you know, is it officially, is it, is it official on their end and only official on our end when we make the flyer? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I am in a negotiations with the owner and the new manager. Okay. So that was the holdup. I uh, had been texting the old manager, not realizing there was a management change. Uh, So then I just texted the owner, and now I'm into a new thread. And there we are. Uh, And he says, let's make it happen. All right. That's where it is. I said, I just need a thumbs up, brother, and then we'll get you a flyer, man. Dive bar it is. I'll uh I'll put the listen, look at this. You know what I mean? We're right before we recorded we had a we had a vent we, we had a venue date discussion that almost went on the air for <laughs> for June. Now we're booking the after party while we're recording. Look, we get things done here at AIW. See when we podcast we actually lock in and fucking do shit. It's when we're not podcasting when shit goes all, all haywire. I can't even believe that we were able to sell this fucking show out with how disconnected we've all been over the since February fourth. Is that that's the last show too, isn't it? February fourth. Wow. Yeah. Or no? Yeah, it's been a minute. No, was, didn't we do the ten or uh, was the Sandman the 11, was after that? Youngstown. Yeah, yeah two eleven. Still, I mean, it's been a while. You know, because there was supposed to be Winchester date in the middle there that fell apart. Yep. Uh, I can confirm that, like. You know, I know last time we podcasted, it was kind of up in the air, I think. I can't confirm, like, all the Winchester dates are off the schedule for uh, 2023. I mean, it's nothing that they did. It's just, uh, you know, they were getting pressures uh, from their insurer about the types of events that they do. And uh, their hands were tied, and they were, we were kind of forced out the door. Um, so we are looking to replace those on the schedule somewhere. We, I have a few irons in the fire right now, but... Uh, nothing official yet yeah i do i sell cards with the other you know the one the one owner and um i saw i've seen him twice now and he he was even telling me like you can tell he's he was genuine i'm pretty good at like knowing when people are like bullshitting me and he was pretty genuine about like yeah man i was he was very bummed because like we started getting a real good rotation you know we had we had some steam going with it we had a bunch of thursdays in a row packed in there you know he's like we had some real some real momentum and they just he goes they just immediately started busting our balls on that and i i I feel like you know what i mean i feel like he yeah he was he was bummed as well oh yeah they were for sure like super disappointed and tried to do everything they could to keep us 
on the schedule, but yeah. Oh, everybody's disappointed. I talked to the one bartender that I'm friends with there. She's super disappointed. Uh, obviously, I mean that's a heck of a money maker when you bartend there. So, uh, we hey folks, we we will persevere as we always do and, and find another spot to roll into and, and try to um, because we do obviously want to keep try to keep those Thursday nights. Uh, those are those are fun little things, right, John Thorne? No, and they're great. You know, uh, it, it's great for the fans. It's great that we're able to, you know, put a cheaper ticket on it, get the students reps. Uh, those are the shows where you're going to see different talent from different areas. You know, we're able to bring carloads in on those shows to where we can't really do that on a lot of these, you know, main venue shows because they are, you know, we have our, our, our roster. Um, but, you know, the, the Thursday gigs – uh, we're a, we're always able to kind of keep them fresh and bring in different talents. And I'm trying to get back to it. I'm trying to find a location. I got something cooking right now. Not necessarily Lakewood, but uh, something maybe interested in a in a Thursday um, on the outskirts of uh, Cleveland a little bit. Uh, so to be determined on that as well. What else you guys got, Steve? How was your birthday? My birthday was good, man. Uh, had a yeah, sorry, fun, we couldn't come. fun gathering of all sorts of people. And, uh, it was, you know, it was cool. I know that, um, John Thor talked about the pie charts and keeping everything separate. And I usually adhere to that for different reasons, just because I, I feel like, uh, I like having different groups and pockets of people in my life. Uh, it's hard like to I, do on the birthday party though, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I get something different from, uh, all those different groups of people, but on my birthday, I was like, you know what? I, I'd like to do this with everybody. I don't want to go to all these different things. It's my birthday. Why don't you all come hang out with me? And uh, it was neat to see all of those different people kind of interact and, and through the different walks of life and see how that was going to go. Uh, the wrestling, the wrestling pie, not super represented. Um, there was it's some Saturdays. Saturdays are hard, man. You know. Oh, like- I know. Well, and I knew that going in. I was like, all right, you know what I mean? It's a Saturday. So most of my friends are going to be booked on doing so. So Thorne had to, Thorne had to go hang out with his close personal friend, TK, and he dragged me along. That's why we weren't here. I know. Co- Dropped forced me, me to go. Close, close <laughs> friend. Uh, you know, look, we've done gauntlet for the gold on my birthday in the past. I will, so. I'll say, I'll oh, say this. Awesome. I initially, I initially was not going to go and I was going to go to your birthday, but as this thing develops, and um, anybody that's been around Chase Oliver in a production uh, situation, <laughs> I knew that there needed to be a buffer there, you know, uh, because it was going to be high, high, higher pressure than ever for him. Uh, and I think me being there really alleviated some of that for a lot of our crew because, you know, I just know everybody like I know everybody there for the most part. And even people I didn't know, you know what I mean? It didn't really matter. But, you know, like I've met Tony Khan numerous times, you know what I mean? So, like, we're on a first-name basis to where, you know, I don't know how that would have went with, with like, the other guys just showing up and be like, hey, we're here, you know? Like, uh, because it, it was, was definitely, definitely the right call you going for sure. Yeah, I think it just kind of it, it worked well to have that buffer there between like the AEW people and our people, 
and for what they wanted, you know, and I was able to kind of maneuver that and, you know, like double J knowing me certainly helped as, as well. You know what I mean? In that environment, it, it just kind of helped relax everybody, I think. Um, so, you know, initially I, I wasn't going to go, you know what I mean? I wasn't, I was not in for three and a half hour each way trip. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't too down for that on Saturday, but, uh, as things, you know, developed with it, which they developed rather quickly, uh, I thought, you know what, I should probably kind of be there and also kind of keep our people, you know, in line a bit because, you know, some people can get a little too comfortable, John Bats, uh, in situations. <laughs> so oh, I just kind of, you know what I mean? I kind of had to keep everything in line. I I did see him. Um a week or so, a week or two prior, he was a photographer at a, uh, a, a surprise birthday party that I had to bartend at the Flatiron. So it was a, a surprise to me to see him at my job taking photos of people. So it's not just a... Uh... It's never a good surprise either, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that makes one. Hey, he's a nice guy. Uh, all right. So uh, it is officially official, I should say. Uh, we're definitely 100% going to the dive bar. So, folks, uh, you don't have to wait for the flyer. You're hearing it right now. That's where the after party is uh, on Friday night. Uh, there have been other suggestions that were thrown out, but, you know, a lot of these places are pretty small. Not that we haven't had things at small places previously but it just it just works right keep it nice and easy uh the roster enjoys going to the dive bar uh we're gonna go have a good time yeah and if you're drinking at the temple it's a short eight minute uber ride to the dive bar yeah there you go uber right probably over close, i know probably uh, closer to five honestly i know scott random was asking so he's now got the info and his buddy Jose's got my Zoas on the way. Can't wait. The Oost Juice. Uh, what else uh, can we cover here? That's, uh, you know, Akron. We talked about that. Coming up, get your tickets. April 22nd, meet Ron Simmons. Am I am I missing anything? I feel like uh, we, we've we done well here. I would say I this. Know. Two legs, you know, what do you got? I feel like we covered it all. I don't know. We need to get these in-person pods going here in 2023. Do you got any? Do you have any podcast equipment that you can bring in case we can record anything just with for some Patreon stuff here on Friday? I got a few ideas I want to want to take care of. Oh, uh, you know, I said Thorne, that. I know that got stolen like, out of your car, Thorn. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get anything new recently, have we? We can't do the in-person pods because they were stolen in my car. The equipment. No, but uh, yeah, they were Big Ted at Nissan Medina did not uh, replace my podcast equipment when I replaced my stolen car. So, ongoing, one step at a time. My my car that was in a car accident uh, several weeks ago is is getting worked on. Um, I do not have any podcast equipment in there, but it is getting uh, it is getting worked on by an old friend. AIW adjacent. 
Well, maybe it's your old friend. <laughs> he's, well, he's he's technically he's still my friend. Not a good technically. <laughs> All right, that's it for me. All right. Well, hey folks, uh, that's all the information we have for you. You've gotten quite a bit of it. You are already aware we are sold out for this Friday, so we don't have any tickets to sell you. Uh, we don't have any tickets to hard sell you on. But if you're not going to be there at uh, Temple Live, the Masonic in Cleveland, don't forget to join us on Fight Plus. If you have not subscribed, it's only $7.99 a month. As Thorne alluded to, look, that's way cheaper than doing IPPVs on uh, Fight TV. So this is a much better deal for you, the viewer, the consumer. And if you sign up for Fight Plus, the app, not only do you get our streams live, you get so many other things as well, and not just pro wrestling. You get boxing, you get MMA, you get bare knuckle fighting. John Thorne's new favorite sport. So check all of that out. It is the Fight Plus app for $7.99 a month. Uh, and of course, we continuously upload the AIW archive. Looking forward to seeing everybody this weekend for AIW's 216. For AIW owner John Thorne. For the EVP of audio engineering, Ronald Toonlegs. My name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next time on The Card is Going to Change. Well, you later.